Welcome back to the e-commerce uptake. And I want to talk to you today about how and what leverages you can use to double your five mil a year e-com brand. So this is pretty relevant for a lot of people out there who's already in the seven figure range and they just they're just not sure where they should put the energy in twenty-four. And so I'm gonna give you my sort of top ten things that you could really, really move your brand in the right direction if you execute uh, really, really well. So number one, I'm just gonna dive straight into it, is ad channel diversification. Uh, sounds simple, but the devil is in the details. You know, if you are looking to scale, you need to nail that cross-channel diversification, and you might be using Meta as your primary growth um, channel. And if you're relying solely on one or two channels, you're definitely holding yourself back from scaling as much as possible. Of course, you have to test everything. It's not just that you can turn it on. But if you find that success and you're able to understand what actually moves really well, um, you can really grow. So an example is you're on Meta right now and you're considering TikTok for a while and you haven't really broken through. Now, you, can, you couldn't just take your Facebook ads and expect them to really work well on TikTok because it's a completely different audience. It's younger people and people consuming TikTok are expecting faster content. The hook needs to come immediately, much faster than on Facebook. And what people consume is also slightly different as well. So you're gonna get swiped if you don't deliver the kind of content that performs well on TikTok. But having said that, it's much cheaper content, uh, traffic, sorry, and uh, the conversion rate is much lower, but it kind of matches that the traffic is cheaper as well. Sometimes something can work, you can kind of get a breakthrough on TikTok, that which is way more profitable than what you're seeing on Facebook. So it's a really, really good way to build your brand. Also, a lot of that TikTok traffic can come into your website and Facebook uh, can catch that and deliver the sale eventually or Google. So it's a really nice type of funnel, uh, which can be extremely powerful to skyrocket your brand. So yeah, chat, uh, spreading your diversification, extremely important. You could look into Pinterest, Tabola, you could look into affiliate marketing, the traditional stuff where you can mention in articles and blogs and so forth. Affiliate marketing is a topic on its own. I'm probably going to be doing an entire episode on that later on. But I just want you to know that you need to look into everything at any given time. You need to test, 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 small budgets. Once you find something that really sticks, then scale it up, right? And that's the strategy you need to uh, run at any given time to scale. Number two is something I'm pretty sure a lot of brands are not doing right now, which is called CPA affiliates. CPA affiliates is uh, a new form. It's not really that old. Um, new form of affiliates which can deliver a ton of traffic to your brand. Basically what it works uh, like is that you set a CPA, that could be a hundred bucks, and they will deliver uh, sales to you and you will be paying a hundred bucks per sale, right? Simple like that. Interesting uh, for the brands that work with you is if they can get the sale uh, at below a hundred bucks because they will then pocket the difference, right? That's the whole arbitrage here. One of the biggest channels for this is called Square Dance and you will see massive brands like Onnit, Mottwater, uh, I could keep going, but you know, massive, massive brands are working with Square Dance. You set up everything and there's a custom pixel and everything is set up in a very professional way. Uh, even to a, to a point where you can verify every sale was legit 
and uh, you can set out spe special rules like you're not allowed to bid on our brand terms and all these different things, right? Most of these affiliates on Square Dance are using TikTok and Meta, but they are also using Tabola, many other things as well. So it's really, really interesting. Now, you might say, like, why should I consider a CPA affiliate if I'm already driving sales at, you know, 70 bucks a sale? And, and in, on this platform, I might have to do 90 bucks or 100 bucks to be competitive. Well, the reason for that is honestly that they're going to drive so much traffic. They're going to be doing so much top of funnel awareness uh, that you will be getting a cheaper CPA because what you'll see is in your own account, that's going to drop because you're going to get all that spillover from the affiliates, you know, pounding uh, social media to drive sales to your um, website, to your brand. So actually, in reality, your CPA might be 70 bucks, just like what you have before, um, because of that spillover. Now, they're going to be really, really trying to create the best ads in the world uh, just to deliver at the lowest CPA possible. So I think there's going to be a lot of learnings from watching how your affiliates perform to see what ads they're running, what creatives are running. And while you shouldn't be copying what they're doing, you can at least learn from it and apply it to your own marketing. And I think you're going to see some really, really nice traction from that. Uh, last thing about uh, CPAs is that they expect you to have a decent conversion rate, a decent landing page, maybe an offer. So consider that as well. Uh, you can actually control the pages they send traffic to. So, you know, a pretty big hack is to drive them to a landing page where you get an email because then they are paying for the traffic, but you are catching the emails and the emails will eventually actually be attributed to your account and not to them, especially if they buy much later down the road. So that's a pretty big hack for CPAs. Number three is influence marketing campaigns. Obviously not, not something new, but it, you might not be leveraging this at full scale. And if you're not, this is a massive driver that can really help you to get into the eight figures. Um, usually what is done here on a high level is that you make uh, a huge amount of outreach and you find influencers to match with your brand. You can go into platforms where they are listed or you could do manual outreach. But the key here is to get the white listing so you can do ads through their account and that really is extremely powerful. It works super well on TikTok still and it works really well on Meta too. And the reason why you're also doing it is from a branding perspective because you want to be associated with some of these influencers that you really respect. So obviously the quality of the influencers is really important. You need to really handpick them and to get rid of the bad ones. And that association by authority, because they might be super respected, really helps to improve your brand image, which can lower your ROAS across all channels, right? So very, very powerful to get influencer marketing campaigns up and running and to do this on a really big scale. Number four is avatar omnichannel research. Uh, this sounds a little bit complicated, but what we're really trying to do here, and this is so powerful if you want to go to eight figures, is to research everything there is to know about your avatar, about that specific core audience that you know is so successful, uh, is so, so on point with who you are, right? If you don't know who your avatar is, you should find out who that is. Like go into your Shopify, go in and download every single customer. You can use some tools and upload that data to understand you know, their age and so forth. You can use Google for it as well. Um, 
but there are tools out there where you can upload all your data and you can understand exactly you know their age group you know where in the world they kind of live and so forth because that's all public because of the address and so forth obviously it all needs to be confidential uh and so forth but but you can research internally about these numbers and these things and then you can understand who's actually buying a brand. So let's say you understand that your target audience is 30 to 45 and they are really fit and they're really into going to the gym and you know they eat healthy, they tend to be vegetarians, whatever, something like that, right? So you have all this data, but now the next step, and this is the powerful thing, is where do they spend their time? Because the whole reason why we wanna do this omni-channel research uh, understand everything there is to know about them is because we want to be there all the time, not just when they're on Facebook, right? So where do they like to hang out? What food do they like to eat? What social events do they like to go to? Where are they typically going to? You know, do they, you know what supermarkets are they going to? What gyms do they like? All these different things, right? So let's say we did a gym supplement and uh, we found out that they specifically like the, these gym uh, fitness chains, like specifically a couple of the big ones. Um, we understand what social media they're on. So let's say or for this audience, they use Meta and TikTok, but they're they are not really on Google or YouTube. Like, you know, that would already tell you so much stuff about where you should be present, right? The reason why we're doing it, uh, because you really want to grow and you want to scale, is to be present everywhere. So that would be maybe doing some partnerships with the gyms, so making sure your supplements are on the shelves of those gyms. Uh, maybe we even understand um, exactly what kind of transportation they take. So let's say they take the metro, they tend to do public transportation. Maybe you can even be in outdoor advertisement. You know, there's lots of banner ads. There's a lot of outdoor stuff that you can do in metro stations and so forth. So again, we're present there. Um, and on social media, we're on the right places. We we understand what influencers they follow. We make partnerships with them, making sure that those influencers embrace our supplement and really use it, talk about it. Um, and then imagine from they wake up to they go to bed, we are there. Influencers they follow, the path they go to work every day, the path every day to go to the gym, inside of the gym, the people they respect, we are there. We are the number one brand. And when they're not just seeing a Facebook ad, but when the time comes, when they're scrolling at night and looking to just see what's in the news, whatever, we're there. And when they're ready to buy, we're there. But the trust is so high because they keep saying like, oh my God, I see this brand everywhere. I just can't go anywhere without seeing the supplement. It must really be good. And that's how you get that full market penetration. That's how you get people to say, you know what, I trust this brand. I'm going to try it out. You know, I've seen it everywhere. This is, you know, not easy to do, but that's extremely powerful. It's understanding your avatar on a really deep level and being present everywhere. And that's how you can get, you know, you can 10x your advertising spend without seeing a significantly decrease in performance because of how well you're positioned throughout the market, right? So that was number four, it's a big one, but it's also probably the most important one to get right uh, if you wanna double your brand easily like that. Number five is brand product development. This one is pretty easy. I've talked about that in previous um, 
podcast as well. Obviously, if your product is not good enough, people are not going to talk about it. There's going to be a really low uh, word of mouth and so forth. So you need to get that up. And you can set up systems so you can rate your products so customers can rate it. Go back to one of my previous episodes to talk where it talks about product development and you can see how you should leverage that to get the word of mouth up, uh, which is really powerful. Number six is to visu- uh, number six is to visualize funnels and conversion leaks uh, throughout your website. So basically, you want to take all your top of funnel campaigns. You want to kind of map out visually. You can do this in Figma. You can use other tools, um, funnels.io and so on. And you can visualize all your funnels to see where they are kind of falling off. You can even do it in GA4. You can tag it all up. And you want to see where people are falling off, and you want to fix those leaks. So we can, it might be on the first page, or it might be on the checkout. But then again, you want to fix that. It really goes in hand with number seven, which is to fix all your landing pages, your website, and generally your cart and checkout. So your entire website. This is what we do at Purple Fire. Uh, we do uh, visualization of funnels, and then we go straight into number seven, which is to fix the whole website. If we see that the landing page, which by the way doesn't have to be a traditional landing page, it could be a category page. It's just wherever the traffic lands, really. If we see that that's an issue, that people are falling off there, then we basically make sure to fix that. Uh, we A/B test it until we get the number who we want to see. Just with number seven alone, like fixing the whole website, testing different ideas and so on you could double your brand alone just from that because it's very realistic that if you work with this ongoingly you're going to see massive conversion improvements aob improvements and that can lead to massive spikes obviously you could double your sales if you did this really really well um so that's number seven and if you don't know how to do that obviously you can always come to us and we can talk about how we can help you to improve your website and get really deep into understanding where is the conversion uh, leak on your website or leaks if you have several leaks, which is often the case, right? Number eight, email marketing SMS. I'm not going to go deep here, but I think SMS is really skipped out on. Lots of brands are not really utilizing it. So SMS is something that I would love to dive deeper into with most brands that we consult with um, because it's just not really being done. Same with email marketing. It could be worked in so much better. Um, so Make sure you get an audit done here. If you feel like you're not doing well, you can find tons of agencies that can help you understand if your email marketing is generating the amount of sales that it should be doing. And, this, and if you didn't even start with this mess, then you can find an agency that can help you set that whole system up as well. Number nine is loyalty programs. This is powerful. Go check out the North Face and see their loyalty program because it's amazing. And that's how you can get the LTV up massively. Uh, you can get rewards from every dollar you spent. You you get whatever 10% of that as sort of like a store credit. And you can be really creative about how you name those credits. It can be something powerful. Obviously, you want to create a connection with your brand here way more than just getting credits, right? So that could be special events they're invited to. They could become beta testers, uh, exclusive access to new products before everyone else. And the list goes on and on and on. But go check out the North Face because they did it really, really well. Number 10 is brand collapse. So if you're a new brand in industry, you're not really sure how to grow. Uh, It could be a lack of trust and credibility and a brand collab can be extremely powerful here. So for example, let's imagine you're launching a, yeah, let's say a gym supplement again, or yeah, something, let's say a pre-workout protein powder or something like that. Now, if you went out to the biggest gyms in your country and did a collab with them, something where they kind of take it in and, and vouch for the product and it's on the shelves. It's going to give you massive credibility, right? You could also go a different route and 
team up with teams. Uh, so it could be a football team or it could be whatever sport that kind of is closely associated with your supplement. And could also be um, influencers, obviously, uh, which are really powerful in the industry that kind of vouch for your brand. So brand collapse can be a lot of things. Um, it could also be a similar product uh, in the industry that you could collab with that brand and you could kind of launch that product together or you could each do a uh, product and it sells in a, in a bundle and you're able to leverage their customers and their history and on the other hand they might be seeing that you're a fast mover in the industry and they want to connect with someone who's innovative and so forth so there's a lot of brands that are open to these kind of collaborations as well Long video, 60 minutes, but you know what? I, there was just so much to say here. These are the 10 top things I would do if you wanted to double your seven-figure brands from seven to eight figures. So go get that done, and I'm sure you're going to see amazing results.